0: this week we're discussing discord and microsoft the sony store amazon gaming news and more comments regarding days gone this is the good game bad game podcast
1: this is a song i wrote about the good game bad game podcast
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I am your host, Spencer, and I am joined by a man who once threatened to tickle Jim Ryan over the PS Store closure. It's my co-host, Mike. <laughs> that was a threat. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost didn't get through it. I almost started laughing in the middle of saying it because it's just so
1: fucking stupid. Where did that one come from? Just top of your head. Were you thinking about it last week?
0: <laughs> no, I. It, uh, I was kind of just like... What are we going to be talking about? And like, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about the PS Store and how it's not closing. So Mike, good job. The threat worked. He did not yes. want to be tickled. Uh, Unless but I was he just... wants to be tickled. Because <laughs> now just... I'll come tickle him. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, I was just, you know, trying to keep it relevant to like current events. And I, I, I was pressed for time. So I just quickly came up with that.
2: It might be your best one yet
0: i wow i don't know how to take that i think i'm offended because i felt like some of the other ones i put a lot of effort into but okay (laughs) i'm happy you liked it
1: i guess maybe the one with the shrimp tails in my cereal (laughs) was probably the best one but i also didn't understand it and that's not of your fault that is i'm just so out of it
2: i
0: think that was the best three minutes of like intro just that entire thing, because you didn't understand it. It wouldn't have been as good. I mean, it still would have been funny, had you we'll understood. We will just laugh
1: like I normally do when you say these things, and then we move on. But but man, the
0: fact that that got that dragged out and then Bean Dad came up, man. All right. I still I don't know, know
1: what Bean Dad is. So. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. <laughs> and you never
0: will. <laughs> um, how was your week? Um, you know, I, I cut you off last week. So mm-hmm. this week, I'm really going to just let it marinate until you tell me I'm allowed to talk again. Uh, but yeah, how, how is your week in terms of gaming?
1: That's good, because I've got some stuff to say. <laughs> Great. First of all, <laughs> for those who didn't see my tweet earlier in the week, I played probably more games last week or two weeks ago than I ever have since we started <laughs> recording this podcast.
2: Fuck and Spencer me.
1: cuts me off. But. I also played a lot of Forza Horizon 4 two weeks ago. And Outriders. And probably some other games that now I can't remember. Because you know what? It's passed. So, great. Now you're updated on the um, gaming life of Mike. Um, I don't just play Watch Dogs all the time. Usually. (laughs) But this week, okay. So I played a little bit of Forza. Um, I also played... A little bit of spongebob battle for bikini bottom rehydrated on stadia but we don't need to talk about that oh okay it was an experiment (laughs) no actually that's it's kind of funny because i feel like i remember that game coming out as a kid and i think we rented it from blockbuster or something um and you know it was as much fun as any i don't know how ever old i was at the time but uh i was just testing something on stadia And uh, I was like, oh, this game seems easy enough to try it with. And I actually ended up playing it for like an hour. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. And I was like going through I was like, man, this is really easy. And then they've got like these things you can find. I think it's like Patrick's socks or something like that. (laughs) And there was one. I was like, how the fuck do I do this? How does like anyone do this? Especially like a four-year-old that this game is really targeted to. (laughs) Right. I did play that, but what I really want to talk about (laughs) Let me take a sip of coffee What I really want to talk about is how right I was Oh my god About the Microsoft and Discord In air quotes deal That didn't happen I said And you can go back and read the tape Listen to the tape, read the transcript, whatever that I did not see this deal going through at this price. It didn't. I'm sure that Microsoft made an offer, and it was probably way low. And Discord's like, you know, we're going to go public and do an IPO, which is what I said they would do. So just don't even try to knock me off my high horse. I am smarter (laughs) than everyone in the video game industry.
0: (laughs) I, you know, it's funny. I did say uh, I was talking about this on my stream, I think last night, and I, I literally said I'm surprised at how many how many uh, pre- like predictions or just like, yeah, basically outcomes and predictions that you and I have like, even like gotten remotely close to you know even if not perfectly spot on but like it, like the whole mlb being on game pass and then that actually happening was just like ridiculous and now like the discord thing there's something else that i'm like blanking on but um just really freaking it's funny that we're doing it and also like i think it's just a testament to the fact that we are now the best video game podcast out there so
1: there are people who do this for a career 40 (laughs) hours a week they are researching video game news they are finding leaks they are recording and making content we do this shit for okay so we record probably for two hours a week
0: maybe and i don't know
1: i probably spend another like maybe two hours a week doing research Mm -hmm. maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) and we are the absolute best video game media (laughs) not even company out there there's there's no one better <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah i just it's funny and then i saw like going through twitter people were like oh this is such a big loss for microsoft how did they fuck this up and it's like they were in the conversation because who wasn't they had a price and you know discord is going to have a huge ipo they're at a 10 what is it it's in the billions right it's 10 billion or 10 10 billion yeah they have a $10 billion valuation right now. Right. I'm sure for at least the short term, that is going to go up. I don't think that's sustainable. But like Discord hasn't turned a profit. and And I think it's safe to say that they will. They just don't really have a model for generating revenue other than what their Discord, I forget what it's called. Nitro. Nitro, yeah, thank you. I I don't really know any other revenue stream they would have. They had Discord Nitro. um, I think through Game Pass Ultimate, they had it as a perk for like three months. No clue what it did for me. Absolutely (laughs) no clue. Um, I'm not necessarily a Discord power user. I basically use it for recording this podcast and for texting you, but other than that, I mean, a couple groups, but... Mm -hmm. I don't know. People think Microsoft is missing out. I think there are better opportunities it's just amazing how fixated people are still uh, are still on this topic
0: yeah it is funny um and again it's just funny because like because of your prediction i had my eyes like all over it then and like i felt like i just kept seeing people saying that it was gonna happen it was gonna happen and now i just love seeing like it didn't happen and like knowing that you were right and just knowing the reaction i'm sure that you had seen it like the (laughs) just like the quiet yes (laughs)
1: yeah that's and it's so funny it was so like unceremonial because like the news came out i think um mike london our one friend like tweeted and said the end and i was like he's the one person that's going to acknowledge me (laughs) yeah i went out and like bought myself a bottle of corbel and i was just (laughs) sitting on the couch by myself just like with my fat fucking stomach hanging out and just pouring <laughs> champagne to myself and be like, I did this.
2: Oh my god. Um, and meanwhile,
1: no one else in the world knows I exist. Yeah, so exactly. It's a weird um, paradigm.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but to to go back to the whole like Discord uh, Nitro and stuff, I, I think like, I, I think base general user, there's not a ton of use for it. Like, I think it's, you know, I don't want to say professional, but like, if you're you know, I, it it's it goes with just about anything else. Like you can always find something cheaper or for free, um, in terms mm-hmm. of software. But as soon as you're like doing it and like you know attempting to to you know end up making money or, or content or stuff like that, it sometimes it pays off to just have the like more expensive thing to to like because it's better generally. Yeah. You know, usually you hope. Um. So yeah. But. It, it is interesting to see it's going to be interesting to see like how their value goes because of like you said they that's really it in terms of revenue. So
1: it's just the way I see these companies they'll, it'll have a big IPO. I mean it's kind of like coinbase look at coinbase which is you know what this past week two weeks ago had its IPO like people are really excited like yeah this is such like a futuristic business. It's really going to be the way that you know it's going to become a standard. But they're getting their valuation based on their current business model and my understanding of, you know, a company like discord and what they do, like they're going to have to pivot at some point
2: mm-hmm. or
1: they're just going to completely crash. And I'm not saying that they're not going to pivot. It's just that um they have this valuation so high mm-hmm. and you know, you don't want to see them regret not taking Microsoft's lower offer because in the long run it might be better i, I don't know they have a hole they get themselves out of and i don't say that in like a bad way it's just the way the business works like you're not if you're a large business like this i, I mean you guys technically like a startup you're not yeah. going to see profit for a while so it's not a bad thing i'm not saying it at all it's anything against discord it's just like that's the current mission is to get out of that hole turn a profit and then from there you know what's next so Right. Now I know I, like, I hope I hope they have a good IPO and I hope they continue to be successful and I hope it just works out for both of them like, you know, this wasn't a good deal in the first place.
0: Discord already has kind of like a, a gaming focus, I would say. Like it's it's big with the gaming community. Um, I don't want to spend like too much time on it just because uh-huh. like it, it's not super closely related to everything but it's closely related to to the, most of the stuff we talk about um so while we're on it and now that they like have this what do you see them doing as like you know a a new thing going forward for them to attempt to make money like what's going to be the next announcement for discord do you think or what do you maybe want to see from discord anything
1: i would have to see th- i would okay i'll phrase it this way i would like to see them make a competitor to twitch okay um i you know at this point we saw mixer fail um you know that can be due to microsoft's distraction we saw or i in my opinion youtube gaming it's it's still not twitch um and twitch to start was its own company it got acquired by amazon and i think it would be beneficial to a competitor to be focused on gaming and which discord, you know, is, Mm -hmm. I think they could potentially have a more successful product than YouTube gaming or Facebook gaming or, you know, like mixer. And they already have the audience.
0: Right. That'd be interesting. They have like the community base too. So they have that, that side of it already worked out. A lot of people who stream on Twitch have their own, uh discord servers typically for their community
1: and i i just feel like with you know with the twitch streamers it feels like they're reaching to use discord like i'm sure there's got to be some sort of platform within like the twitch suite and correct me if i'm wrong i'm just speculating here i don't stream
2: i I imagine there's
1: like there isn't
0: i don't think there's really any way for you to like set up a community on twitch and and be able to like have like like how on discord you can have channels within your community and those can be for like specific things i think with twitch like your only way to really interact is through chat and then dms gotcha so like there's no way for you to have like all of us talking at once even when i'm not streaming so that's what discord provides
1: gotcha okay oh yeah that would be cool yeah. So, I mean, that kind of, that kind of seems like a gimme. That's like the low hanging fruit. I'm sure there are other things. I mean, you know, there are trends that will come up that we will not we can't even think of right now. Uh, well, maybe we can, because we're always right. But
0: um, I think, I think some sort of, because of the whole Microsoft thing uh, being like pushed out there and everybody was saying that it was going to happen and stuff. I would like to see some sort of inner iteration with discord and, uh, and consoles and I, uh, you know, so that you can, if you choose, you can like use discord for your, your in game chat or something um, mm-hmm. or, or something along those lines where it's like, I can be in my discord, but not I can be in my discord audio thing. And so you could be on your laptop talking to like me and, and somebody else and like me and that other person are playing a game on PlayStation but we're, we're all talking through Discord without having to have like an extra piece of equipment up for the people who are playing on the PS5. I think something like that would be really cool, actually. Um And would just make sense because that's kind of what Discord's used
1: for. I'm almost kind of hoping with the outcome of this deal. So you, you make a really good point. I mean, Discord isn't even on consoles
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it is such a big force in the gaming community. So at what point does nintendo more specifically like sony and microsoft do they give up on trying to um have their own like social platform like i understand with the ps4 and the xbox one the social platform of it was a huge deal yeah we had with the 360 and the ps3 like you could start having a friends list and and like that but that was really just to be able to easily get into games with each other mm-hmm. with the ps4 and the xbox one it was more so about like sharing having a more social experience um at what point do you know the big three give up on trying to have their own separate platforms and just say you know what we're gonna invest elsewhere in gaming we're going to allow discord to come in here. And then exactly what you're saying. So if you're on, you you have a discord friends list, you know, mm-hmm. like you do currently. And you can talk to them. If you're playing game on Xbox, uh, you can talk to them on PlayStation. You don't have to worry exactly. about like in-game chat. If there's cross play, like for MLB, for example, if they do cross play, I don't know if they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could still, we could talk through that channel. And then like, if we decide to jump into another game, there's no like, laps um i and like obviously you can still do like you can link your xbox and your playstation profile so you can still like show your trophies or what you're currently playing um you know even if it isn't a game that's cross-play like on xbox it'd be cool to like see you come up and like oh you're playing uncharted that's cool like yeah and then be able to share like your gameplay to discord or something like going back to the the twitch competitor like Let's say I'm on Xbox. I see you're playing Uncharted. I'd be like, "Hey, can you like demo like 10 minutes of it to me?" And Mm -hmm. it's all through Discord. It's a third party. You don't have to worry about crossplay. I I would like to see that. I mean, competition's good, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's chat and it's a social platform, and no one is doing a good job of making their own. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that gets past SEC. But
2: yeah,
0: it'll be super interesting to see what they come up with. But. Yeah, I, I would love to see something that like I threw out or, you know, if they try to compete with like Twitch or something. I think they certainly have um the the setup and stuff that I think it would be doable. So yeah, we'll see.
1: And then they need to have an API that takes in Xbox achievements and converts it to like your PlayStation level and vice versa, so you can <laughs> compare that to people who play on other platforms.
0: Yes, I agree. <laughs> Super necessary. So, that way I can buy it. That way I can buy a Series S.
1: Right. <laughs> As for Spencer. Right. So, with that, before you jump the gun, <laughs> I have nothing else to say about my week in gaming. So Spencer.
2: Hmm.
0: So what?
1: Tell me about your week.
0: <laughs> uh, I love it. I, we look at that. We knocked out like a news story that we were going to touch on and we got through your week. And now I get to talk about myself. I played. I played MLB will be the show. That was it.
1: <laughs> and
0: I, I mean, it's and the show. So, of course, I love it. Um, a lot of people are pretty upset with it. Uh, you know what? I, I'll i pose go this figure. question. What's that? I said, go figure. Yeah. Well, I wanna pose this question for you. So I, I got the early access, paid an extra fifteen dollars. That's me flexing on you guys. Wow. I'm doing very well for myself. Um <laughs> so that's that is eighty five dollars. Let's keep that in mind. It is ten dollars more than it was last year. So just yeah. to try and keep price in mind, eighty five dollars is the one option, but another early access option has you paying a hundred total dollars. Um I forget what the extra benefit to that one is over. The eighty-five dollar one, but regardless, both of those come with four days early access. Um, it it the game had some server issues, uh, which I feel is to be expected with a game that has like an online mode. Uh, because until people get in, you don't really know how the servers are going to handle it. Like even with a beta and stuff, like it's not ever going to give you an accurate read. Yeah, I can't um,
2: properly
1: load test it before then. Or test or whatever so problem. for
0: me, it's more so about like, you know, how how long do these server errors, you know, last basically um, in terms of, yeah, just like how bad are they, you know? And, and quickness to remedying them and, you know, getting them back up and all that stuff is really what matters to me, not the fact that there are server issues early on. Now, month in, if it's having consistent server issues, that's an issue to me but regardless Mm -hmm. um so it was having like a few now that being said i didn't have any real issues i played a ton of diamond dynasty i wasn't playing pvp i wasn't playing against other players i was just playing against uh like the computer doing like conquest and stuff like that but that does uh, still require you to be connected to like the servers because the whole diamond dynasty mode is connected to the server uh because outcome and rewards and all that stuff get tied to your profile so that is like kind of shitty because you are playing by yourself but like it's the whole like instance with like outriders basically like you are playing single player but you still have to be connected to the server um Mm -hmm. which it sucks but like it doesn't impede that much like you can have bad internet and still be able to like play you won't be able to play against other people though without experience like the lag and stuff but in like that sense like it doesn't really impact you that much um but yeah, so I didn't really have that many issues with it. Like a few server errors, it would boot me out to the main menu. I'd maybe have to give it like, I don't know, 10 minutes. And then it would, I'd be back in and playing. And then they did do maintenance a couple of times. But I saw people freaking out saying that it is bullshit that they paid extra money and the servers weren't prepared. And I'm curious as to to what you think. I don't want to like shill for MLB The Show or anything because it's like one of my favorite games. But in my opinion... I feel like, one, the server errors are expected early on, and two, you're paying for early access, so I feel like there is inherent risk with any early access game that you buy in terms of bugs and stuff like that, and you take on that risk by paying for it. Am I am I wrong in thinking that?
1: I, I mean, I feel any game that has any sort of early access, whether it be like a beta or you know alpha or even just getting it four days before release for for pre-ordering it you're beta testing
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i i mean how many games have day one patches like true day one patches so the game is scheduled to come out april 20th it's you get a patch that day Mm -hmm. i i i'm Guessing for people who get like a game like the show where you get it four days early, they probably don't have that patch out yet because they need to see what needs to be fixed and they're going to try to with this small sample of people, you know, try to fix some last second things. So when it gets out to the general public, it's as good as it can possibly be for that day. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think you assume that risk. I I don't know. Maybe games need to do a better job <laughs> of if if. I don't know. I'm I'm playing the perspective of no one's ever going to be happy. So maybe games just need to, and I hate to be that pessimistic, but maybe games just need to say like this technically is pre-release software and you may experience some bugs that will Mm -hmm. be patched on or near day one.
0: Yeah. Other things that I'm going to also give them, defense for is the fact that uh i i just and not that this is really a great excuse but i do remember the ps3 to ps4 mlb the show the very first one that was on both had a ton of issues and then so you take into account that that's happening and then also taking into account that they're actually on two other systems as well Mm -hmm. the xbox one x and the xbox series x and series s but generation wise you're on you're you're spanning four generations when you think about it you're on um or you're yeah four consoles or whatever two different generations yada 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 and it's all stuff that they haven't really dealt with before so that is something else that i would like kind of play devil's advocate and like i said the 20 what was that probably 2014 mlb the show would be the first ps4 and ps3 one was yeah it had so many fucking issues um And, like, people are, like, freaking out, and, like, MLB has always been really good, in in my experience, uh, when, like, they do have server issues, providing some sort of compensation for it, um, in terms of, like, in-game stuff. So, like, they're bound to do that, especially with, like, apparently how bad people were saying it was. Like I said, I barely had any issues, but, you know, I'm running on my, you know, normally 80 80 megs down, (laughs) Mm-hmm. And five up on Xfinity, so you know maybe I'm maybe I'm in the uh, elite with that with those numbers. But I
1: I think we could do a whole podcast episode on this. My perspective is that people need to stop thinking that games are going to be perfect at launch. It's not 2005 anymore. We have the internet. Yeah, you no know, games. Games are going to be. You know what they are at release, and they'll get patched. It's just not the standard anymore. You don't need to have a completely polished game. And games are 10 times as massive, maybe even more than they were when they were day one. What you buy is what you get, and that's the end of it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Uh,
1: I think we just haven't shifted that thinking, especially people like our age or people older who are used to or or had experience that, you know, like the, the PS2, the GameCube generation, anything before. Right,
0: and I mean, don't get me wrong, I do agree with the the statement that, like, games should not release broken, but the fact that we have the opportunity to fix small things post-release is, like, a huge saving grace. I mean, imagine if they released the game and that was it. People would be fucking livid mm-hmm. with, with errors, because you just don't like I like you said I mean games are massive now you have no idea like you can QA a game and you that person will not touch every single centimeter of the game and be able to tell you everything that's wrong and then you get it right and then get it out like the best you can do honestly is you know and like I said I don't think it's great that we need to have a day one patch constantly but like I'd rather that than the fact that then them just release the game and it not work because yeah. no matter what, there's going to be errors. Even if they put extra time into it and all that stuff, it's going to happen. So,
1: And I mean, yeah. it's a server error. It's not like the game fundamentally is broken. That
0: was the other thing I was going to say. Th- this is one game mode. Now, it is probably the most popular game mode, well, amongst the people who talk about only the show online. So, I mean, take that for what it's worth. Uh, people who play franchise probably aren't going to forums and stuff like that and talking about it that much. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah i mean franchise march to october road to the show we're all still available um and and playable so i I, yeah that's that's something that you know i get it you you want to play one game mode but the game itself is still playable um and you have the opportunity to play it so i don't know i i mean
1: just go ahead okay Servers are, like, the most variable thing in video games right now. I mean, when you're developing a video game, you're going to tell me that you have QA testers in every single time zone or near every single data center testing to make sure that that specific data center is correct. Because for all we know, like, the data centers in San Diego, California, like, that they're probably testing on could be fine. And people in San Diego aren't having any issues. But the people in New York City are because it's a whole the other side of a country Mm -hmm. that you're accessing a totally different server. I don't know if that's the case, but I mean like those are variables you have to consider.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I wanted to hear your take on it. I wanted to make sure that once again, I wasn't uh, just, just defending a company that I like Um, the game. I, I get that. It's frustrating. I mean, I'm not. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. Um,
1: the, the rage that I'm sure people put forth because a server wasn't working to spec. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, game officially released yesterday. We were recording this episode on Wednesday. So it released on 420, just Blaze. And um, there were, of course, issues then, too, because you had, you know, how many more people also joining the game. But mm-hmm. I expect. By the time we talk next week, I will have experienced very few server errors outside of just, you know, normal connectivity issues that you're bound to have, um, with anything that's connected to the internet. Uh, and like I said, I don't have the best internet in the world, so I am sure it'll happen, but yeah. Have you had the opportunity to load it up yet?
1: I have installed it. I have not played it yet. Cool. Well, I'm
0: excited to hear, um. Like, compare, we can like do like a little bit of a comparison because you'll be able to compare it on the 1X and the Series X. Mm-hmm. And then we can also just talk about like any issues like you may think that you're having uh, on the Series X. And, you know, I'll, I'll let, I can maybe touch on whether or not I'm having those same experiences on the PS5 and see if they seem to be pretty uh, comparable to one another.
1: For sure. Yeah. I did mean to play it for this episode, but, um, I preloaded it, or I tried to preload it on my Xbox from the Game Pass app, and it never went through. Um, I lost power at like, mm. two a.m. on the twentieth. Oh, of course. So I turned my Xbox on, and like it still turned on. Like it seemed like it was—they've got some sort of capacitors or extra battery in there. So like mm-hmm. even if your power goes off, like it still saves something in memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it hadn't downloaded. and I had like three updates I had to do. So that might have had something to do with it but yeah I'll play it. Also just one thing uh, that was funny that I saw I think on Twitter so I take it for whatever it's worth. People are blaming Xbox users for tanking like the metacritic score of it cuz they were showing like last year's version of the game and the rating like maybe the year before that and they're showing this year and it's like maybe 10 points lower. <laughs> and they were blaming the Xbox users so I just a funny thought and now hearing this is the first time hearing of the server errors um uh,
0: <laughs> just interesting perspectives i'm sure people are review bombing it because it the servers aren't 100% up to their right. needs right away um i did see somebody say that the server issues were because it's on game pass and that uh uh san diego studios needs to get it off of game pass as soon as possible if they want their (laughs) servers to work. And I was just like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. But, uh, yeah. Also I've, I've seen a lot of people say that it's going to be on for six months. I thought the original thing said it was like two or three months. I could be wrong. So take that also for what it's worth. If it's on there for six months though, that's the entire season. Um, and and postseason. So that's like perfect. I mean, that's awesome. That's Um, all I need. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the content will stretch, typically like a little bit past and that that's it anyway. So like you'll you'd be able to hit and that's if you play Diamond Dynasty, that is, sorry. Um, but you'd be able to get basically the entire experience, which I think is freaking awesome. So
1: if I never had to pay for another sports game again and they just perennially yes, <laughs> come on to Game Pass, that would be like Chef's Kiss. Like I I don't want to pay for sport. I love like I love Madden, I pay for it every year, but I don't want to pay for it. <laughs>
0: Right, I, I, you know, we can get off of the, the sports talk, but um, the last thing I'll say is I do wish, uh, not even necessarily that it was free, I just wish that you could pay like a fee, like a $15 fee to get the updated rosters.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then oh, like yeah, sure. every every five years was like a new cycle where you had to like actually pay full price for a new game because they like, you know, up like put like heavy updates into like graphics and stuff like that. But like general things that can be pushed through updates... You know, because year over year, not that much changes. And I would love if you could just basically pay like 15. But I like the free option, too. Uh, That would also be very cool. Just for Xbox, (laughs) though. Yeah, only on Game Pass. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's get into the stories. We already talked about Discord and Microsoft. Really happy that we were able to talk about that. Um, Let's stay relevant and let's talk about the Sony store. Little news came out about this uh we we had talked a couple weeks ago about how scared we were we were holding each other we were crying uh because the ps3 psp and playstation vita store were all going to be closing uh i might need your help with the dates if you know them ps3 and psp were june 2nd early june we'll say and i think the vita was august
1: late august i know you're in the ballpark i don't know the exact that's days.
0: fine that's fine um but uh, sony announced this past week and my wallet oh my god it was crying tears of joy uh they will not be closing the ps3 or ps vita stores they will be closing the psp one still on that planned june date but this was like really really great news um I, th- I think for you and i specifically like we were really happy about this uh it also does prove we already know phil spencer listens to this podcast it proves that jim ryan is also listening uh jim big shout out thank you for keeping the store open mike will or won't tickle you whichever you want um but yeah i'm i'm really excited about this what's your initial thoughts on on them walking it back
1: yeah it's it's relief um One quick question for the PSP. Are you, do you know if you're still able to download games And the PSP store, more or less was, was shut down already. You could still buy things, but from my understanding, the pricing was outrageous. That wasn't even worth it.
0: I mean, that's honestly how the Vita is. Uh, you know, I think, and probably I I would assume the PS3, I haven't been on the PS3 store in forever, but I would assume that like pricing hasn't been touched for any of these things for a while now okay
1: well my only thing is i'm hoping that you can still download psp games i'm sure it's it's set up
0: like how they were planning like any games that you've previously bought you will still be able to download um yeah but if you haven't purchased them like there's no outlet though i wonder if you'll be able to purchase psp games on the ps3 store and the vita store
1: yeah that's what i'm thinking i I would imagine the ps3 because i know you could Buy games there and then install it to your PSP. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. We'll see about that. But to back to the initial question, yeah, I I I understand why they would want to throw this out there, Um, and I think you have a good point on that. But um, I'm glad. I, I think it's it was a major like going forward, looking at you know video game preservation we've talked about. Like, what does this look like? How? I'm sure they'll try again in, like, two to three years and be like, hey, this time for real. And then they'll get the reaction and go from
2: there. Mm -hmm.
1: But for now, it seemed like it wasn't good timing. Especially, like, I don't know, during COVID, people are playing older games. (laughs) Like, I've cracked out my PS3 and PSP a couple different times now. Like, more than I probably have in any year in the past five years. Right. Um, So, yeah, I'm happy
2: about it.
0: Yeah, I I had said to you that I wouldn't be surprised at all. um, Put put the tinfoil hat on uh, if they full on were prepared to leave the stores open. But we're just kind of throwing this out there to gauge reaction. And Mm -hmm. once they saw the reaction that it got, we're like, okay, well, we were prepared to just leave the stores up. But if if this would have gone like, yeah, we get it. If everybody would have just been like, yeah, that makes sense. It sucks, but makes sense. Then they would have just gone through with it, I'm sure. But um, I think they, I, I, am guessing they were fully prepared, or maybe maybe it just was released and then they, you know, assessed it and were like, okay, well, I guess we have to. But I kind of have a feeling that beforehand they were ready to leave it open, but we're throwing it out there to see what kind of reaction they would get. It kind of reminded me, looking back and thinking about when Xbox did the whole thing where they were gonna change the pricing of uh, Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. Um, almost similar to that, where you you know they must have been prepared to just be like, okay, we'll leave it. Um, you know, what you and I thought was like a good value in what they were trying to do. Uh, I certainly do understand people like not wanting to have to go go over to a different subscription service if they don't find the value there. So I mean, everybody's gonna find uh, value and stuff differently. Um, but I'm sure that they also were basically just like fully prepared. Like it's not hurting us that much to like keep things how they are so we're gonna throw it out there and if we can change it it's a huge positive for us but if we don't it's not more of a negative if that makes sense
1: yeah and we we kind of continue to talk about it and and deduce that like that was a really short window if that's what they were genuinely considering doing is, mm-hmm. is closing down the summer like you don't often see that like stuff shuts down all the time it's just the way that it is like look at like microsoft windows support mm-hmm. like there may be two, three, four years out when they say, Hey, that we're ending support for this on this date. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that's a bigger deal because, like, you know, businesses have to transition to a new operating system. That's not necessarily easy. But you would think, I, in, in my opinion, I would say, Okay, if I'm Sony, we're going to close the store, but it's going to be end of summer 2022. Mm-hmm. Gives people more than a full year to get whatever they want to get um and just kind of cope with it yeah
0: and i i will say if you are a ps3 well psp you do have to get on it but ps3 or vita this is still something that's imminent like it's bound to happen sooner rather than later it's just Mm -hmm. not as soon as they were originally saying so i mean you know it may be wise to if you plan on still having these systems and you know there are games that you want to still start maybe working on building up that catalog and and uh purchasing the games uh like i said i think it was last week that i had uh what was it 500 dollars worth of games that i was looking to buy so for the vita so i don't have to do that all at once now thankfully but i definitely will be purchasing some of those games like here periodically just to start building that up and not have to take the hit all at once when they do inevitably decide to close it a new game Mm. just came out for the vita too which is really funny and it's like i forget what game it was but a brand new game came out and in the midst of them saying like yeah we're closing the store so you would have had roughly three months four months good math uh to get that game before you were unable to ever get it again. So
1: Right. And any new I think more or less any new game that's coming out for the beta is digital only. Right. I don't think Sony manufactures like the chips anymore. I I would highly doubt it. I don't think they have for since like twenty eighteen or something like that.
0: Right. So uh good good for like I said, yeah. you and me. I think good for a lot of people. A lot of people seem to be upset about this. Could be a vocal minority situation, and most people could have been fine with it, but people were loud enough that they changed their mind, which I think is awesome that they listened to us. Um, and yeah, you know, kind of, kind of save face a little bit here uh, since they've been getting dogged on a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. So waiting for um, now some sort of news to come out about a game pass competitor still obviously is what we're waiting on that somehow incorporates the Vita into it. And uh maybe allows you to because you can play game pass games on your phone right with xbox
1: most of them yeah i don't know if it's 100 percent yet but most yeah. of them you can
0: maybe sony works out something that uh the vita isn't just a paperweight
1: would be nice
0: boom got the vita dunking on the vita too easy too easy in the year 2021 right. um all right so that's good news uh, now let's talk some bad news real quick. Amazon unfortunately had to uh put a put a close to the old Lord of the Rings game.
1: I uh <laughs> I thought you had something else.
0: No, but, I was leaving it open for you. I figured that was pretty much the story.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, sinners are like, "Yeah." <laughs> I don't know. I saw the article I was like, one of those things where I was like, I think I remember hearing that they were developing this game like two years ago. <laughs> but it also could just be in my head. I don't know, but I also don't care. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't too hurt by this. I don't really care about Lord of the Rings. I've never really been interested in that series. And my main thing was like, oh boy, here we go. I can't go on Twitter today because... Everyone's going to be out there saying, Oh, big tech can't even develop a game.
0: Yeah. uh, You know, I don't handle
1: that well.
2: So
0: (laughs) I personally was upset about this. I do love Lord of the Rings going back to you and I talking about movie games that can make the crossover or movie franchises that can make the crossover to games and games that can movies. Yada, yada, yada. We talked about that probably seven episodes ago now at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, but Lord of the Rings was one that I don't think we brought up, and yeah, there was literally a game in development at the time of us talking about that, um, and and kind of a no-brainer, because of the Shadow of Mordor games uh, have been out already, and um, are solid games, in my opinion. I really enjoy uh, Lord of the Rings. I was excited for this, something that I did also forget about, though, so each time it came up, I was like, oh yeah, that's being developed. Um, but I, I was uh, pretty excited to see whatever it was going to be, whether it was complete dog shit or you know just awesome so but yeah you you bring up a point about uh big tech not being able to make games which is totally true they fucking suck at it and should just quit but uh that was not the case here um and also not the case in general uh something that's easy for people to to it's the easy narrative to take, but in this scenario, especially, it's the wrong narrative in general, because uh it was because of tencent um and and talks with them that basically got everything tripped up and uh, is is inevitably or eventually what caused the the wheels to fall off of this project, which sucks so what exactly happened? um so tencent owns oh boy does tencent own the developer purchased the developer who was working on the game and then they had like a different route they wanted to go with it i believe is the case and amazon was like no uh athlon games uh was contracted to do it And they're a subsidiary of Layu or Layao, which was acquired by Tencent. Um, Okay. And that then is, yeah. I guess then whatever they were talking about in terms of like how the game was going to go or whatever is inevitably what caused it to fall through. So if you want to blame anybody, blame Tencent because Tencent is, uh, honestly, they have their hands in so many different pies that people don't realize. Like Disney is just fucking obvious about it. Like They're like, we're going to buy Fox. And people are like, should you be allowed to do that? And they're like, we did it. And people are like, okay. But Tencent's <laughs> like, we bought Ubisoft, and you just have no idea that it happened. I don't think that's happened yet, but just that's, you know, that is words. I mean, look,
1: <laughs> I think Tencent's owned by SoftBank, right?
0: Tencent's owned by SoftBank? Or Tencent owned SoftBank? Oh, no,
1: Ten... I don't, it's one... I forget which way it is. Oh, I, I thought this up. that SoftBank owned Tencent, but Tencent is also a holding company, so maybe they have nothing to do with each other. But I was going to say, like, that's how like these big Chinese companies are are getting around is that they just keep um, um, buying companies and holding companies, because then they're not considered like big tech.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So they've um, got like, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead, no.
0: They've got Riot, so that's League of Legends and all those games. Mm. And then they've got Supercell, which is the uh like Clash of Clans, Clash Royale, mobile games. Um grinding gear games, but I don't know what that is. But they so like I said, they have uh they're they're in the video game industry. And sometimes it's just not obvious that they're there, but they are. Um, And it's really funny because if you Google Tencent, people also ask the very first thing is, is Tencent a bad company? And I think a lot of people uh, would have you believe that, yes, they are.
1: I'm not personally a fan of Tencent, but... I'm also a dumb American, so what does that mean? They're not... um, Sorry, they are not related. They are competitors. Oh, okay. They're both holding um, companies in China. I gotcha.
0: Easy, easy to to mix that up because they're closely related. SoftBank,
1: SoftBank is Japanese, Tencent is China.
0: There. Please stop lying and get something right for for <laughs> once. <laughs> um, yeah, they, I'm not a big fan of them either. They typically like, uh, like you know, purchase companies and stuff like that, and then try to take things in like totally different routes. Um, that I think. In the long run, just are bad consumer facing moves. Typically, like it's not they don't really care what the consumers want. They just care about what they think is going to make the most money. Which, as a company, you know that's I guess what you're supposed to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, so as a as a gamer, uh, not a big fan personally. But
1: I I just I mean for me it's their use of data. I mean, and you look at China in general, like their data policies. Their data is currency to them. I mean, as it is in America too, but literally it's social currency too. Like you have a social rating based off of your data. Right. Um, And what Tencent does with everybody's data, regardless of country, I'm just not a fan of. I generally like will not download something if it's Tencent. Mm -hmm. Like when I found out that, uh, I think it was like Call of Duty, or it was PUBG. PUBG ended up being uh, published by Tencent and i was like nope oh, hard pass for mobile mm-hmm.
0: yeah they're they're big in the mobile realm for sure so anyway but yeah uh no more no more lord of the rings mmo it'll be interesting to see if uh it'll be interesting to see what amazon does next i don't know what other big projects they're working on in terms of games they,
1: they did say they're moving on to something i think in some yeah. of the articles i've read so it'll be
0: interesting to see what they do they had man i don't even remember what it's called they they had tried to launch that uh game previously
1: yeah that was kind <laughs> of like a um
0: it was a hero it was a hero shooter type was it like game. an overwatch kind of game yeah man why can't we remember the name of it because it's already no longer a game they never got out of beta or it got out of beta and then had to go back to beta i forget it was a really funky scenario breakaway um, is that what it was called uh, i i literally have no idea that does not sound familiar
1: crucible i think, I think it was crucible. crucible yes yep they had a lot of games canceled <laughs> it's because big tech can't do games mike can't do games can't do consoles can't do cloud streaming <laughs> oh boy (laughs) all right before
0: before before you freak out well let's get you to something else that you'll you'll freak out about Mm -hmm. um our last bit of news um i gotta find his name john garvin former game director at ben studio and game director for days gone uh had some words for uh players this past week and uh I'll, I'll let you take the reins because I know you've got a lot on your mind that you want to say about this.
1: Yeah. So in short, he said he, he was asked about, um, part of this is my opinion and how I interpreted this conversation, but you can go through it and find, he did an interview with David Jaffe. um, and they have the transcript, and um, basically he was David Jeffy was specifically asking about Days Gone. Um, And sorry, I'm trying to find the exact quote. Oh, here's the transcript. I was looking at the wrong tab. he was uh, asked if um, he heard anything about a meaningful uptick of engagement with days gone since the game was added to the PlayStation Plus collection on PS5 and like you said he is no longer with um, Ben's studio but he is a big part in almost everything they've created if not everything Um, So from Siphon Filter to uh, Resistance Retribution for the PSP, Uncharted Golden Abyss for the Vita, and now Days Gone for the PS4. So he was asked if he heard about this meaningful uptick of engagement about specifically Days Gone. And he says, quote, I do have an opinion on something that your audience may find of interest, and it might piss some of them off. If you love a game... Buy it at fucking full price. I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, yeah, I got that on sale. I got it through PlayStation Plus, whatever. It's my interpretation. He was asked about Days Gone. Yes, he didn't specifically. He gave a very political answer. He did not specifically say he was talking about Days Gone. But you can read also, you know, all this controversy about Days Gone. People on Twitter be like, oh, yeah, like, I got it on sale. I got it on uh, as part of the PlayStation 5 collection. And, like, I really liked it. Like, I just didn't really know anything about it at launch. You know, Ben Studio, like, who are they? I mean, they really haven't put anything huge out there since 2012, Mm -hmm. which was the last Syphon Filter game. Actually, it may have been even farther than that. Um, 2007, sorry, was the last Siphon Filter game. And then they started basically... Days Gone was their first original IP since then. Mm-hmm. A- and then he goes on to tweet. I think you sent it to me. I have to find it real quick. Um... This is what I said. If a game doesn't make money, it's probably not going to get a sequel. That's a financial, marketing, and business fact. I can't believe this is shocking news to some of you. Also, I wasn't even talking about Days Gone. And there's more tweets. That's just the one I I have. It continues. Mm -hmm. He's right. If a game doesn't make money, it's not going to get a sequel. That shouldn't be surprising people. right? And and I think this goes, we've seen this this whole year, especially with the PlayStation Store, that if you take something away from somebody, even if they haven't looked at it or touched it or anything in years, the fact that they have the risk of losing it will send them off their fucking rocker. Mm -hmm. I get that. And he's right. The fact that he has the audacity to say that he wasn't talking about Days Gone. He was fucking (laughs) specifically asked about Days Gone. And yes, he did a good job of not specifically saying it in his answer, but it was insinuated. And following all of the news, all the conversation that's going on, for him to say he wasn't talking about it, he's full of shit. (laughs) Yeah, I have I have feelings about this, and I told you that I did. I just, duh, that that his he's driving me fucking insane. There, are, I don't know. There are people who are from studios that I like. I like Bent Studio. Don't get me wrong. I like Siphon Filter. I I really like uh, Golden Abyss. I know that it didn't get good reviews, and I paid full price for Days Gone, and I haven't even played my copy of it yet. I I bought it pretty close to launch um i had played it uh at like a playstation experience thing and i really enjoyed it i played it for like 20 minutes and i thought it was great Mm -hmm. just i thought this was an awful response and then his him trying to save himself was even worse anyway sorry go ahead (laughs) yeah
0: no no no. uh there there are just a couple of things i want to take from this um because I, i understand I, first off, I didn't actually see the original source, so you showed it to me today, and I am absolutely with you. I don't know how it could be construed that he was talking about anything else but Days Gone. Like, he was specifically asked about Days Gone. Um, I guess talking about the entire, like, just the prospect of the game now being on PS Plus Collection, and now people are playing it, like, I can understand talking about games in general there, like, but using Days Gone as the example... Uh, so I really don't see how he's not talking about Days Gone. So I'm with you mm-hmm. there. But I'm also with him in the in the fact that people are, like, outraged by this. And he's, he's saying, like, if the game doesn't make money, it's not going to get a sequel. So if you want a game to get a sequel, buy it at full price. And I understand that. Like, I get that, like, support the developer kind mm-hmm. of mindset. Um, mm-hmm. I absolutely am with him on that. And I think we kind of were maybe we didn't really touch on it last week when we first were talking about all this. But that is the frustrating thing because so many people are saying like, oh, I love this game. And it's like, when did you get it? Oh, well, I got right. it as part of the PS Plus collection. Now, the one thing I will say is um, Days Gone didn't sell very well. Now it's a part of the PS Plus collection on PS5. If Sony sees that people played it on there, I think that's the, for me personally, I think that is a benefit to uh, PlayStation Plus and being able to like release games on there. Uh, and, and releasing games for cheap is that you get people to play the first game in a series that, oh, I didn't get a chance to pick it up. Oh, well, people are interested in this now. It'll be worth making a sequel because we can expect people to buy the game at launch because they've gotten the chance to play the first game. They're in it. They love it. Let's make a sequel. So I could still see a sequel being made if if like what everybody's saying is true. Sony could easily rethink what they said. They could have been fine with a sequel to begin with and just thought the timing wasn't right and would rather see what else, whatever else, you know? Um, so that was like my takeaway from it is that like, he's absolutely right. Don't, don't come, don't come to uh, an article saying that a game's not getting a sequel And saying like, I love this game after I played it five years after release. Because what good does that do for the game? You did not support it in any way whatsoever, other than verbally saying you enjoyed it. And that really only goes so far in terms of companies. And that sucks. I get it. But like, that's just how it is.
1: But you also can't fault consumers for not having confidence in spending $60 of their money in a game that you maybe saw at E3. You maybe saw a handful of gameplay demos beforehand and didn't get good reviews at launch. I mean, what what do you have to go off of? Okay, if it's, um, I'll, I'll use I'll use the same example that he used. If it's a God of War game, um, it's coming from a studio that you know produces good games. You know, there's rapport. You can take a risk at getting a game at launch because chances are it's probably going to be good. Mm -hmm. um and i'm saying this as an attack to him because he was part of bend for basically its inception what games have you put out there that can get people excited about a new ip your most recent ip was from 2007 like i said since then you've been riding the back of franchises that other studios have built and so this game comes out there's no confidence in it in the consumer and all they have to go off of is reviews and pe- and watching people play the games. And if it was as laced with issues that the reviews said, what that's all they have to go off. Of of course, they're not going to buy it at launch. That's fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, no. And I, that, and that's that, you know, you're exactly right. And that's, that's my point to the whole, it's not surprising that days gone, isn't getting a sequel. I said it last week with how the reviews were and with how it, it was profitable. It was Mm -hmm. profitable, but not in the sense that you would want a, what you hope to be triple a game would be profitable, you know? Um, and you know, you can take into account the fact that it's like a new IP and stuff, but even still, I think it wasn't quite where Sony was hoping it would be. So you take into account those things, of course, it's not getting a sequel. I mean, and you nailed it. I mean, when people have so much to work off of, uh, it's unfortunate but that's how it is people people solely read into reviews um i feel like demos used to be so big for you and i when we played Mm -hmm. on like ps3 psp era um we we downloaded demos like freaking crazy to play games and then we could make an informed decision i feel like we've gotten away from demos maybe i just don't look for them um but I feel like they're just not prominent anymore. Like it used to be constantly, Oh, this game's gonna be coming out, play this demo. Like it was in your face on the store. So, um, I don't know if like, that's part of the issue too, that like, we really only have reviews and like slight gameplay to work off of. Uh, but yeah, I mean the, the unfortunately for days gone, cause I do still think it's a good game. I mean, it's, it, it could benefit from a sequel. Absolutely. I will say that until I'm out of breath. But it was doomed, basically, from the beginning. And that's not just on the consumer, like you said, because consumers only have so much that they can work off of. And whether you want to believe it or not, $60 is a lot of money to pay for a game that ends up sucking. And so to take that risk on something that doesn't have uh, a repertoire, like you said, I mean, think about it. like You know, Naughty Dog had Uncharted and built success off of that before they released Last of Us. So of course, Last of Us is going to do good. And then it, I mean, also reviewed well and all that stuff, so that helps. But you're absolutely right in that sense. Like, what did people have to go off of in terms of a portfolio to base their decision off of? They literally only had reviews and, like you said, some E3 stuff that looked really good and made the game look really good. And I can tell you right now, was not what the game was. They showed like Deacon fighting a horde, I think, in the one trailer, and you, yeah. f- you fight hordes. Uh, spoiler in the. Well, there are pop-up ports, but the horde gameplay doesn't come until basically after the story, and that is one of the best parts of the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they didn't even produce a game for PS three. That's just that's just where I am. How are they even a studio? How does <laughs> how does this how does studio and and again, please don't get me wrong. I've always liked Ben. I don't know, like the Siphon Filter games for me, like not my favorite games, but I enjoyed the ones I played, which are mostly the ones for PS two and PSP. But, like, Sony Japan is getting shut down. They pump out games pretty frequently.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: Ben missed a whole generation, and yet Sony is still keeping them around. I... I don't know. I don't feel bad. I wish... I I, I hate the circumstances, but, like, I don't feel bad for John Garvin. I feel bad for Ben. I feel bad for the people currently at Ben. I do not feel bad for John Garvin.
2: Yeah, I,
0: yeah, I don't that's the thing like uh with how he kind of like broke this all down you know the situation in terms of days gone absolutely i i'm i'm personally bummed uh but i again not surprised by any means whatsoever and i think people are kidding themselves um again when they say like well yeah once it was free i got it and enjoyed it like you know he he does have a point there where it's like if that's the only way, you know, that you're willing to play the game, then you cannot be surprised. And uh, some of it falls back on the studio because you got to make the game more appealing to people, yada yada yada. But
1: yeah, and you're but you're talking to a demographic that is going to get pissed off or take everything personally as soon <laughs> as you say something. So I think the way that he delivered it was also kind of shitty. Yeah, like, he, I, I'm not denying the fact he is making a great point. I and mean, there's there's no way around it if you like really want to support a studio you know buying a game at full price is the best way to do that but giving a profanity laced like answer <laughs> and not being explicit with what you're talking about and blaming gamers what part of that do you think is going to go over well and now you're like well shit I, you know he, he um can't believe that like not getting a sequel is shocking for people like i can't believe that he's shocked that he got such pushback <laughs>
0: like, yeah well, and, and you're right. Like, to go back to the quote, he says, if you love a game, buy it at fucking full price. So it's not even if you love a studio, buy their games at full price. It's if you love a game. And and David Jaff's response, Jaff, right? Um, his response to that was, how do you know you love a game until you've played it? And I, I right. don't know the cadence of this interview. I don't know how that question's delivered. But I read that as, like, if you play a game at a cheaper price or whatever, like... What? Then you're supposed to... Like, I don't understand what Garvin's saying here. Like, I played it on the PS Plus collection. I loved it. Am I supposed to now go buy it for $60? I'm confused by that. All right. That doesn't... I mean, I don't know hardly anybody who would do that. I. I you know what? Actually, let me take that back. I don't know anybody who would do that. If you would do that, let me know. Because that seems crazy to me.
2: Yeah, oh, it is. I agree.
0: Um. So... <laughs> yeah how are you supposed to love a game until you buy it that I guess is where we fall here um I I I think go ahead no please
1: I think there's you know is this an expose on Sony you know he doesn't work for Ben anymore he hasn't in two or three years now I think he left right before like Days Gone was released or something like that or right after it was released it was close to that window I, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live, Game Pass, I think Game Pass is a little bit different of a paradigm because Microsoft helps fund the development of games to, mm-hmm. to be on there, or you know there is some sort of financial incentive for games to be on there. But if you're a Sony-owned studio and Sony basically says, we're putting your game on sale this week and you don't have much control over it and your profits are going to be cut proportionally, um you know does this does this sh- like show that this business model is bad for th- these first party developers
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it would be interesting to see how something like this impacts it because you know i i don't know i would i would have to assume in the case of like ps plus and live that they're working essentially some sort of deal with the people like uh like you know maybe maybe it's like when uh you uh when graphic designers are asked to have a project done and the the payment will be exposure Mm because everybody can buy so much with exposure dollars right um but i'm sure that like that can be played into it like you know this many people you have this many people potentially downloading the game and playing it um which can be a positive for future endeavors and yada 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 there so uh, but I would have to imagine that some sort of deal gets worked out in terms of getting it on there. I think Game Pass is much better, though, like you said, because it actually is like, you know, ahead of time and paying and helping with like development costs and stuff like that. Right. So
2: and it's, a, it's,
1: it's a negotiation. It's not necessarily just like a set model. It's whatever it takes at this point that right. will likely change. I mean, that's right. to some degree isn't going to be sustainable for Microsoft. But at this point, it's whatever it takes to get you on the platform. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, maybe Sony. You know, you make a, a good point with um, people playing this because of the collection or PlayStation Plus or whatever. Like, do they need to just look at like hours played? Yeah, or or individual like distinct users.
0: Yeah, I think I think they can easily look back and see like you know because it not only is it on the PS Plus collection. Actually, for the month of April, as funny as it is, Days Gone was the one free was one of the free PS Four games. So now, uh, not only like if you have a ps5 you get it for free great but if you have a ps4 and have yet to get your ps5 um or whatever you now have the option to play days gone for free on there and uh you know one of the exclusives of the generation awesome um so now there's like almost no excuse for a uh playstation user to download days gone and play it there's no excuse not to do it um other than the fact of like, I've seen this game and I don't care about it. Right. But if you even had a little bit of a want or desire, it's right there for you. Um, so I think it can be quite telling, like you said, to look back at the data now and see like, OK, well, we gave it for free. It sucks that it didn't do as well as I launched, but they can look at this and say like, OK, no, there's there's definitely something here. People did enjoy it. People actually went to it. There is interest in it. Let's let's go ahead and do something else with it
1: for sure yeah hopefully they will i i would like to see it personally
0: yeah uh am you know, really interested.
2: yeah
0: <laughs> there oh my god dude internet petitions just a Sorry. just a total sidebar
1: fucking hilarious i signed it i'm all about it i'm here for it as the kids <laughs> <would say. laughs>
0: oh my god uh yeah well we'll see if that petition does anything I will hold my breath. I won't hold my breath. Excuse me. I will not hold my breath on the petition making anything. Um, but yeah, I, I also hope I want to see it happen. I want to see them get the chance to make a sequel because I do think it could fix pretty much any great people had with the first game. Uh, but we'll see. That's all. That's all we can do. We can just wait and we can see. We shall. All right. I think that does it. Um... Any games you're excited for this week?
1: I'm going to let you go first, because my answer is going to hinge on yours. Okay,
0: well, my answer is be The Show, and most likely will be the answer. Similar to how Cyberpunk was just our answer there for a while. Well, mine's be The Show for now.
1: Don't you already have be The Show? Uh, I plead the fifth. I see. Well, then... I'm going to say, wait, hold on. Does this fall in the time? Oh, shit. It doesn't. I was going to say a game, but it doesn't fall until the next week. Just say MLB. Okay, I <laughs> okay, MLB. I technically haven't played it yet, so it is new to me. MLB. Going to play MLB. Going to play it on two consoles. That's how excited I am for it.
0: You know what? As, uh,
1: let's it... get... Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead, because I need to figure I was going to ask if it was on uh,
0: Cloud yet, because if it is,
1: then three consoles.
0: Oh, I don't know. But, uh, you know, let's get into my stupid brain real quick. Uh, obviously, played the game, got a trophy that gets that thing in my head going. I checked the trophy list. Seems relatively easy. I'm excited to platinum it. Um, but I noticed that it on the trophy list, it just says PS5. So I'm curious if the PS4 has its own list, because when I bought the Jackie Robinson version, I bought. The both the PS4 and it like comes with both because of the cross generation timeline or upgrade timeline that we're in right now. So I might download it on my PS4, and my PS4 will scream bloody murder playing this game because that's mm-hmm. how the PS4 is. But there's potential that I will try and platinum it on two different consoles because I am that much of a loser.
1: i do not sure. Will like within the next week?
0: <laughs> no, no, not within the next week. The the one on the honestly, what the plan would be would be like oh, like, it's January next year. I'm excited for MLB, but, like, it's not coming out for a couple of months. I'll play it on the PS4 and get the Platinum on there and get my itch. Scratch my itch. Get my itch? What? But, yeah.
1: You probably already have the itch, right? Now you just gotta (laughs) soothe it.
0: (laughs) Gotta get some cream on it.
1: Evidently, the Game Pass app is broken (gasps) because I didn't see MLB here, like, in the like main page like recommended games whatever popular games something in the full list a to z and um it is not even fucking close this <laughs> is not <that> alphabetical <laughs> but i did find the show and it is on the cloud as well so i will be playing it on three yes. consoles consoles oh my gosh get to my fucking level I'm also
0: excited because I am I'm pretty sure crossplay is enabled. There are issues with it right now because it's the first time they've had to do it. Um but I am excited once those are once that's like good to go. I'm excited to try and play a game against each other and see see how that goes.
1: For sure. What's interesting here is it shows like the developer and for MLB just says San Diego Studio. It has no mention of Sony because usually like San Diego studio is at like oh. build as like Sony San Diego.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not
0: I even think, there. And then you click it and it says MLB. I think that might be changed. I think it might, they might mostly just go a San Diego studio now. Now that
1: they fall underneath like the PlayStation studios or whatever.
0: Yeah. But, Ooh, I'm really interested. I don't know if you've seen the new, like Marvel esque intro they do with like the games. Um, which game was it that I was playing? It might have been Spider Man, and they like had uh just like a bunch of the different like studios um like in the like buttons, like the X and then one in the triangle, uh-huh. and it like showed Ratchet, showed uh um Aloy, it showed Kratos and all that stuff, right? Um I'm interested to see if they have that on the Xbox version. I'm well, assuming they I'm, will.
1: I'm launching it on XCloud right now. To find out shortly.
0: interesting um it is just baseball highlights i think like i think it's just the show like stuff but it should still do like playstation studios or whatever but yeah cool did you actually have a game though that you're you're excited for or is that oh, a it's, it's out of the window we'll
1: talk about it next week oh
0: all right well
1: is it up yet do you have your feedback uh my phone had a seizure
0: Okay, well, maybe by the time I'm done with the outro, it'll be up and you can say yay or nay. Um, yay. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to this episode. Didn't go as long as last week. Look at us go! We're, that's growth. Uh, and we talked about a lot this week. A lot of a lot of touching points. Um, but thank you. Um, if you could go ahead and do us a favor and rate it, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. If you don't, if you listen to us anywhere else. Just share it. That would be greatly appreciated. Um, who should they look, share it with? Fucker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say... Well, you want to talk so bad. So can... <laughs> uh, they should share it with somebody who played Little League Baseball.
1: Can they do that? What do you mean? I don't know. Sony Interactive Entertainment presents... Ooh, there Ball. it is that's baseball highlights those are a bunch of playstation buttons and there's the triangle o the x and the square and the playstation studios logo
0: isn't that so cool i love that fucking intro so much
1: That is cool i like the new san diego studio uh thing too
0: yeah it's clean you clean all right share it with somebody who used to play little league baseball share it with somebody who's currently playing little league baseball just let them know that you know maybe we say some cusses sometimes
1: Do you ever have dreams that you're your current age, but also able to play Little League Baseball and you're just dominant?
0: I have dreams that I'm my current age and I'm playing Little League Baseball and I'm just as bad as I was playing Little League Baseball.
2: Goodbye, everybody.